Welcome to the Full FX podcast, Currency Matters. My name is Colin Lambert. I'm publisher of the Full FX. And this is the first in a series, the Evolution series of podcasts in association with JP Morgan. In this series, we'll take a look at how the world is changing in FX in terms of managing risk and um, market participation, technology and client relationships and how they're all intertwining. For our first in the series, I'm delighted to be joined by Stephen Flanagan, who's Global FX E-commerce Risk Manager for JP Morgan in New York. Stephen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Colin. Now, you've been through a lot. Uh, we were talking just before we uh, sort of sat down to record this. There's a certain amount of gray hair between the pair of us, I think we can say, to use the euphemism. Um, you've been through a lot of significant change in the market. Probably not least is the trading evolution. So... In your view, how has the nature of managing risk changed over the last you know, decade or two? Well, you know, it, it seems like it wasn't long ago we relied upon our voice broker lines for price discovery, as well as, if you recall, those 20 by 60 point and figure charts. Yes. I can remember, I, I remember visiting um, our Singapore office and they had floor to ceiling sliding cork boards in the back of the trading room with manual paper graphs for each currency. And of course, a very large yardstick for identifying trend lines of support resistance. Tools such as those, you know, served as the basis for a trader's intuition into managing risk and providing prices into the marketplace. And I call that, you know, your early price discovery. Today, most of the market pricing and managing of risk is done in an automated fashion. Whether it's your voice desk accessing a variety of your algorithmic orders to manage the risk or by executing into the marketplace with your franchise e-commerce desk pricing our clients. FX pricing today has become much more obvious uh, for all with a greater transparency of the top of book as well as the depth of market. And this is greatly improving that task of price discovery. The greater the price transparency to the market's depth of liquidity, uh, along with the increased participation of the electronic marketplace, is leading to a more predictive pricing environment at the top of book. And this is a significant development today, Colin. Yeah. This has helped us support the rapid growth in the passive algorithmic execution, which in and of itself is adding liquidity to the uh, marketplace. This more predictive pricing environment has given rise to a greater ability to internalize flows by many of the liquidity providers and allowing for a more efficient mitigation of risk. So what we're seeing in 2021 you know, is the technology gains coming to fruition for many of the market participants. These tighter trading ranges experienced thus far this year, uh, as well as softer markouts in post-trade environments, all of which is creating a very good market space for all to participate within. I guess it gives like clients a little bit more confidence as well when they're looking to execute into these markets, doesn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, today the speed of pricing changes is now measured in microseconds. You know, 
Um, you know, if we think back to our days, you know, <laughs> there was several minutes involved in the changing of pricing. But, you know, this managing a risk in this environment, you know, we rely ever increasingly upon a tool chest of automated responses. And the one thing I would really like, you know, to, to emphasize is human intuition is still an integral part of the process because once we get beyond the top of book and into the depth of market liquidity today, this can still be very uncertain area and less obvious for the automation. So there is still a very strong blending of the human and machine at work in managing risk in this marketplace today. I imagine that kind of works even more so if you look at the fragmentation of the FX market today, because you know, obviously the, the technology really helps you manage liquidity across um, and numerous channels. But on the other hand, as you say, you need that human instinct to be able to actually work out where the real liquidity lies and, and you know what the real picture is. Is that fair? It's very fair. And you know, it's one of the things <clears throat> that we have always worked upon with our automated trading strategies group is the voice traders and our technology group bringing in this market data uh, from fragmented marketplace by its very nature, this is what a machine does best. So, you know, our traders, you know, are constantly trying to bring and to um, discuss these better ideas with the team. I mean, is AI and machine learning playing a bigger role in the, in the markets now? Yeah, um, you know, there are so many factors which go into pricing and automating um, uh, our liquidity provision. As we've talked about old school techniques and human intuition are the starting points on the table of development today. Uh, a key part of that FX technology build has been the collaboration of automated trading strategy team, our voice and sales franchises. Technology enhancements are already improving the speed and accuracy of providing our franchise pricing and risk management. The key to the further development in this space, though, is the task of teaching the machinery. And a, tr a trader's skill set of understanding market conditions, let's call that intuitiveness, and adapting to the sudden market changes is a difficult hurdle for the machines to overcome. But in time, this will improve, and the task will have been taught and learned and modified and improved upon. Coupled with the more predictive nature to the pricing space, which we've discussed, tools such as our Algo Central are already providing our clients with a greater transparency into the liquidity landscape. These are all fruits of these new techniques that are coming to the marketplace. As AI and ML techniques grow, market liquidity will become even more transparent and the tools with which our traders and clients will execute will become even easier to navigate. I mean, it's interesting because you know you talk about the you know, we're talking about evolutions here. Yeah, you, know, you start off by mentioning you know the old charts, point and figure charts. To a degree, that was the first iteration of data. That's right. It was just done very manually. Now we have evolved. So I, I tend to agree with you. I do think that AI and ML it will take time, but this evolution will continue. And it will get better and better. Um, you mentioned there, like you know, you know, different liquidity mechanisms and so on. Has it become a challenge in terms of like 
talking to people around what different, you know, what mechanisms are work for different styles of trading. Yeah, because we've got algos, we've got risk transfer, we've got last look pricing. I mean, how did how also do the different mechanisms work? You you have clients, you know, looking to offload risk. There's more choice than ever, isn't there, in terms of like how they can do that with a risk transfer. They can do it sweepable, but with last look, they can do it with you know, uh, I guess an algo or or a, a fix. Right, and so. To differentiate, or I guess if you're referring to, you know, liquidity mechanisms and styles of trading, um, you know, I would really define that or refer to that really as price. That's the single most important feature. Price, you know, is the differentiator. The consistency of that price is so incredibly important today. While spread is important, it can vary as underlying conditions change as they shift from good to bad. But being able to price through all market conditions is the goal. In working closely with the sales teams, you get a better understanding for the type of execution that we can expect from our clients. There'll be manual, GUI clickers, aggregators, sweepers, models, systematic type executions. And as an internalizer of our client flows, you know, we want to provide sub three millisecond response times and very high 90% fill rates to all. So this type of response allows us to present low market post-trade mockouts to our clients. And our ATS team is constantly calibrating and improving our ability to see and respond in real time. So these are the tools created for our e-commerce risk manager uh, for real-time analysis of flows along with an automated risk management response as these market conditions suddenly change. This is what goes into helping, you know, all the different liquidity mechanisms respond and work in the marketplace. And I guess then to one of your earlier points, there's sort of the expansion of the algo franchise in terms of product set. I guess if we go back, you know, a decade or more. I mean, JP Morgan had you know Sliceberg and and the series of algos, but generally speaking, they were based around TWAP and VWAP. Now we've got a lot more sophistication in the algos as well, haven't you? You mentioned earlier passive algos. Passive algos, adaptive algos. You know, especially as we talk about the liquidity landscape, you know, becoming more defined. You're not getting these outsized moves in the marketplace. The fact that the market has got so much more structure at the top of the book is really allowing these passive uh, and adaptive algos to thrive in today's market. And I guess you know, the, the benefit of the adaptive algo is that it will recognize the changing conditions where maybe the passive approach won't work and can switch very easily. Uh, that, would be, that would be the intent that you're able to, you know, in, a, in some sort of an automated fashion, um, your algo is picking up on market nuances that traditionally um, a passive algo may not pick up on. So I guess finally, Steve, you kind of mentioned their price being the differentiator and, and the robustness of price being a differentiator. What about some of the tools you put around it? For instance, some of the analytics you put around it, does that also differentiate you as an LP? I think so, Colin. Uh, you know, the reliability and consistency of your pricing are really the most important differentiators. The technology improvements today allow us to provide high fill rate, high 90% fill rates, low round trip times, 
you know, and a high degree of internalization allows uh, markouts post-trade. So, you know, offering our clients different choices in the way to execute, whether it be in the form of a passive algo execution or a risk transfer, you know, these all go into collectively, these are all the points that set you apart in the marketplace. The investment our firm has made in technology has allowed for many of the intuitive trader practices to be shared and developed with all of our teams. The result is better real-time tools to make an informed decision. You know, if we take all the complexities in the marketplace, making it more transparent and giving a simple point of execution for our clients, that's what really sets you apart today. Yeah, without doubt. And that probably has been one of the bigger evolutions, I guess, within the whole series we're going to be talking about is exactly what you just said there, how, how it's benefiting the clients and giving them a more robust and stable outlook. Steve, thank you very much for your time today. It's a great kickoff to our Evolution series with JP Morgan. Stephen Flanagan is Global FX e-commerce risk manager. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Colin. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And, um, yeah, we'll be back soon. Today's edition of the Full Effects podcast, Currency Matters, was brought to you in association with JP Morgan. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you can download previous episodes, register for our newsletter, view our upcoming events, and much more at thefulleffects.com.